Welcome to Next Steps, the midweek podcast from Blackhawk Church, where we dig further into the message from Sunday, explore how to apply it to our lives, and offer a practice that will help us engage in prayer and grow in relationship with God. I'm Chris Kopp, one of the pastors here, and with me is Tiffany Malloy. Well, hey, everyone. Glad to be here today. Chris, wow, this is the fourth week of the I Am series, fourth week of this podcast. Things are just totally flying by. Seriously, uh, I don't know if you guys can relate to this. I probably feel like this is uh, the longest year of my life, but also the shortest. Like, it's kind of weird how that happens. Um, Like, now that the weather has turned a little bit, I was walking around our neighborhood with my daughter the other day while it was just like gray and dreary outside, and it kind of felt like summer was just a blur. And then we just had winter a couple months ago, and here we are again. Um, But I guess that's what happens when every day is kind of like the movie Groundhog's Day, and it's just the same thing every single day. Anybody else? Um, Anyway, happy fall, you guys. Here we go. Totally. October. Yeah, I was talking with some friends this morning and we were, have you heard of the term, I think it's pronounced huga. It's like a Danish term. Isn't that like a 70s song (laughs) by Blue Suede? Like, ooga, shaka, ooga. Anyway, continue. I have no idea what you're about to talk Um, about. So it's like a Danish term for like all things cozy. So it's like blankets and hot mugs of things and tea and just like fireplaces and soups. And so I'm kind of excited that we're approaching Huga season. Huga. There you mm-hmm. go. Huga. All right. Anyway, all right. Well, today we have another full episode for you. Um, so we're going to jump in in just a second. But before we do that, we would love your feedback. I know that I've heard from so many of you who are listening and engaging and just are really enjoying these conversations. So thank you um, to those who've reached out. But we'd love more of your feedback. So if there is anything that has been particularly helpful, a conversation that you really enjoyed, or maybe something that you'd love for us to dig into more, you can send us an email at podcast at blackhawkchurch.org. So we would love to hear from you. All right. Well, on Sunday, Michael talked about how Jesus is the vine and how as the branches, it's so vital for us to just remain connected to God. And so today we're excited to dig into that with Collier, Travis and Trevor, some of the worship pastors on our worship arts team here at Blackhawk. Um, and then Hannah Bussey, our worship director, she's going to lead us in a reflective worship practice at the very end. So welcome, you guys. We're so glad to have you here. Great to be here. Thanks. Great to be here. Pumped. Well, you guys, so on March 15th, um, if you can think back to that, um, as we all know, everything in our community kind of just shut down, right? So it was our first Sunday going online. Um, everything has been so different since um, as far as what it looks like to worship corporately, um, what it looks like to gather in general. So I'm really interested in hearing what that has been like for you all, whether that be personally, as you kind of reflect over these past um, six months, or particularly as worship leaders who went from shepherding large rooms of people, um, leading them in worship to trying to lead worship services through a camera lens. So I'm sure that has felt incredibly different. Um, yeah. Trav, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, you know, I likened it to almost the loss of a loved one um, in the season. I felt like it's been a big transition of upheaval. Uh, I think first was the initial shock, like this isn't really happening, right? Mm. And then it was like, okay, cool. Let's figure out how to survive this. And then uh, there's been moments of deep reflection and gratitude 
to numbing apathy and grief and despair, honestly. Um, and I'm sure people can relate with that. I've missed the power of voices singing and people gathered. It's felt like a cold virtual life and uh, reminds me of the simple things we're created for, love and relationship and gathered around the dinner table, uh, things that I miss. I'd say on the brighter side though, it's, um, it's been a gift to work together as a staff. You know, in, in normal life, we are split up into different sites and we don't get to see each other. So it's been rich sharing that life together. Um, and it's been a fun creative challenge to think differently about how songs tr can translate virtually uh, and creatively, you know, differently as a team with different kinds of instrumentation. So, yeah. Yeah, it's certainly been a weird journey, like when things shut down on March 15th. I think probably like most of us thought, okay, this will be a couple of weeks and then we'll be back to to normal. And just the longer this has gone on, um, yeah, we've had to just sit in that reality that things are going to be quite different for for a while. So I appreciate your, your honesty and that. Collier, what about you? Like, so March 1st and March 8th were the first two... Uh, gatherings of gospel fusion in this room that we're recording this podcast in, in the West side, it was rocking in here. There was so much energy and life and um, God was certainly up to something with, with the start of that community. And then it all stopped. So what has this season been like for you? You know, the, the opportunity to, to worship, um, to, to work at Black Hawk, and uh, to uh, pastor a venue and music being a huge part of that um, was was huge. You know, um, obviously, you know, music has been a big part of my life, all of my life. Uh, but this setting has been uh, this is this has been a dream come true setting, and it's new and it's fresh and it's what I've been looking to. Um, you might say, I mean, it's, as I just said, a dream come true. It's, it's, it's what I've been praying and hoping for, um, for a long time. Uh, and then it's a cross-cultural setting too, as well. Um, so that got my juices flowing, you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know how you guys feel, but you know, when you are artists or musician or whatever, sometimes you you just get bored with music. It's what you do all the time. And, you know, I, when I was growing up, you know, you play all the time, you practice all the time, whatever. You know, and I just got to a season with a wife and kids where it just, you know, I don't do those things. So to be able to have uh, the Gospel Fusion venue and be at Blackhawk, I felt myself coming back, you know, mm. coming back to life with music and that sort of thing. And so to have that go away, um, you know, it's a big downer. And, and I guess this last thing I'll say real quickly is Hannah challenged me in this season to, to write something. So that felt really good too, as well. You know, otherwise I just, I disconnect from music, you know, in, in the season. So it felt great to get connected again because it's a powerful, um, music is a powerful resource and it's a powerful gift that God has given us. That's great. Trevor, what about you? Like, I know you, you live for this, like you, 
are a worship leader through and through, not just because of what you do on the platform, but that's like who you are and, and, and what you're all about. So what has this season been like for you? Yeah. Yeah. It's been challenging for sure. Um, I think the biggest thing that I'm mourning just in my own spirit and, and still mourning is corporate singing. Mm. Um, like my favorite part of being a worship leader is when we as a band can kind of back off and it's just all of us singing together, uh, as one voice to the Lord. And I really have mourned that we did a Fitchburg prayer gathering, um, last week and it was outside and there was, I think there was only like nine of us, but we did a little bit of singing socially distant and it was just so enriching for my soul, like to hear others' voices. Like it's singing and and corporate worship is such a communal experience where, where the body can come together and worship together. So I felt really good and I'm just really missing that in this season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So obviously it's been a huge change and I'm hearing uh, one that has been hard at times, both personally and vocationally. Um, So that said, what are some of the things that you guys have been able to put into practice in your own lives? Um, Since we can't gather corporately in the same way right now, what have you put into practice for you guys to stay connected to the vine as Michael talked about on Sunday or to stay connected to, to Christ. Um, Coley, you want to start us off? Oh man. Wow. You know, well, um, I talk to the Lord every day. That's for sure. You know, not, not that I'm some great, um, uh, connected individual, (laughs) um, Certainly not pious, that sort of thing, but it's nice to feel, uh, you know, like the the God we serve is someone you can just talk to, you know, when you're driving, when you're riding, when you're working, when you're screaming at the kids, <laughs> you know. Or, um, so so that's been good for me. It's just com- constant conversations and kind of gives me a whole new perspective about praying without ceasing. Yeah, for sure. I heard Craig Rochelle say once, I never pray for very long, but I never go for very long without praying. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, and he may have even said it more eloquently than that. I don't know. But um, but yeah, that's a good word. To uh, We might not be able to gather in the same way, but we can still talk to God in the same way. So, so yeah. thanks, Coley. Um, Trevor, what about you? Yeah. Yeah, you know, Chris, I've been trying to leverage the little spaces throughout my day that I can. I mean, I loved what you said, Coley, about the constant conversation. Like in this season, you know, I mean, I'm I'm largely working from home in this season. So uh, one of the things I try to do is take a walk every day, you know, even if it's just like 15 minutes and I'll throw on some worship music um, and just talk to God, uh, just about simple, simple things like, God, thank you for the sun today. Thank you for, you know, trying to cultivate, um, in this season, a heart of Thanksgiving because we, you know, there's just so much bombarding us that's negative in the season of COVID. Um, and so just trying to stay positive, trying to stay thankful. Um, I've also been, you know, just reminded in scripture, like powerful things happen when people are alone with God and in the, in the secret place, right? Like um, I was reminded today of the story of Daniel and how, when things got tough for Daniel, uh, when those rulers were out to get him, his first response was to go 
into a room alone and pray. Uh, and so there's some power in, you know, certainly we're missing out on the communal aspects of worship and of spiritual life, but there's power right in the secret place. And it's so evident in Daniel's life. And so I've been encouraged by that, um, kind of in this season too. Uh, and there's certainly been times of great challenge and times of great discouragement, not trying to paint like a rosy picture because there's certainly been down times, but just trying to remind my spirit um, of, of the positive and, and cultivating thankfulness. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Trav, what about you? I know you've been pressing into some different kinds of practices and, and things like that. Um, what have you been up to? Yeah. So for, for me, uh, some practical things kind of came to mind. Uh, my wife and I have been reading this Lectio 365 uh, app on our phone by 24 seven prayer for the last season. And just the rhythm of that daily, you know, it, like anything else, right. It can become this, uh, this duty, like, Oh, I got to do this and check it off my list. Right. But the daily challenge is keeping our hearts alive. Like God, actually, I want to hear what you want to say to me today. How can I like take this word from you and live into it today, you know, and look for those practical spaces uh, but that's just a really well-balanced devotional, I think. It's always got scripture-centered. Uh, it's got kind of classic liturgical prayers from throughout the history and the church, which always brings some depth and some different perspective. Uh, it's got spaces to sit and reflect. Ask yourself, like, am I actually believing this right now? Is this real for me? Or mm. what's the barrier, right, to, to go ne- to that next level? Uh, another one of my all-time favorites is Henry Nowen. So I get daily meditations from Henry Nowen in my email, and they've got a killer podcast. Mm. Uh, and it, for me, it always draws me back to the depth of God's love and the heart of God and reminds me kind of our eternal purpose, you know, when uh, things do get dark. Um, I think like everybody's saying here, it's been challenging. I think it'd be a lie to say, oh, it's been sweet. I mean, uh, some new family rhythms have been sweet. Uh, but as you said, Chris, the, the continual groundhog day of repetition, uh, feeling disconnected, um, has been challenging. So, you know, another thing that's, that's come to mind is, uh, just some simple fasting, be it food or drink or media. It's been really life-giving for us. And I've been amazed at that kind of classic practice, how, uh, it's renewed and refocused my spirit and my body in the season where... It's so easy to just sit in front of the TV. Not that I don't. I ain't going to say I don't. <laughs> but, right? Yeah. Uh, saying no to certain things so other things have room so God can bubble yeah. up, you know? And uh, even the physical reality of like we're approaching winter and already it's hard to get outside, you know? Forcing yourself to uh, keep your body healthy in this time where I'm like, gosh, I have more energy because I'm saying no to this, right? Uh, and so, yeah, I just think it, uh, something like fasting brings awakening, uh, for us in the spiritual realm and, uh, what's happening around us. So there you go. Thanks you guys. Uh, last question here. What encouragement would you guys give to someone in our church who's just struggling right now? Um, struggling because they so miss the large corporate worship gatherings, miss singing with people, miss the feeling in the room when there's hundreds of people from all just different backgrounds and ethnicities worshiping together. 
um, as a worship leader or just as a worshiper of God in general, what would be your encouragement to that person? Uh, Trevor, you want to start us off? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's such a good question. Um, I think first what I say is you're not alone. <laughs> like I, I'm a worship leader, you know, for my job. And I feel that, you know, the discouragement right now and the struggle right now. So um, you're not alone. Um, we're in this together. And, you know, thank goodness that God doesn't, that there's a lens of grace that God views us through, right? Because of Jesus, uh, it's not about legalistic, you know, like I'm going to just worship for an hour a day, every day, you know, and <laughs> like these habits, these like hardcore habits, those can be good disciplines. I'm not trying to throw disciplines out of the, but um, yeah, I, yeah, give yourself some grace. Yeah, give your yeah, exactly. Give yourself some grace. Exactly. And yeah. And I don't know. I too I would say this, and then this will be my final thought, but um, you know, I I I tend to try to look at like Travis saying the silver lining. And what I would say is don't miss the opportunity right now that is before us. Um powerful things can happen uh, in the secret place when it's just you and God. And I feel like in this season, there's a renewing of that. Uh, you know, it can be so easy to, to just have church be a regular rhythm where we're getting together. Um, and that's a great thing and needed. And obviously it's missed in the season, but for this season where we are a little bit more isolated, don't miss out on the rich times that you can have with the Lord. Uh, in this season right now, because he's up to something and he's doing things. Um, and the Holy Spirit is alive and he's active and he's a relational God, uh, kind of, you know, open. So, yeah, I don't know. There's an open invitation there too, as there always is. But I think in this time, it's, yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. If if you could see Trevor right now, he's like full body preaching. He's into it. Maybe you can hear him like pounding on the table. Like, um, yeah, I really appreciate your, your, um, just passion be behind that. That's great. Uh, Travis, how about you? Yeah, I would say let yourself grieve and -hmm. really feel the loss. Be like David in his many moments in the Psalms where he called out to his own soul before God why are you so downcast, O oh my soul? Mm-hmm. And I pulled up this translation from the voice uh, from Psalm 43. I love this. Oh, my soul, why are you so overwrought? Why are you so disturbed? Why can't I just hope in God? Despite all my emotions, I will hope in God again. I will believe and praise the one who saves me and is my life, my savior and my God. So that's in some ways, uh, been one of those reoccurring things that I've tried to put into practice in my own life, right? Like, uh, when you've got pent up emotions and angst voicing that stuff, right? So we talk a lot about, uh, at least with worship staff, the healthy space of lament and, you know, modern church hasn't always done a good job of like giving space for that. Cause it's honestly, it's not that fun, right? It's like, it's wrestling through dark spaces, right? But it, mm-hmm. If you, if you battle through the darkness, right, there's light on the other side. So God is like, yeah, do it, you know, face it head on. So um, I would just say there's power in lament and crying out to God. 
if we don't process what's happening internally, then we tend to fall into unhealthy ways of dealing with our stress and disappointments, right? Like overeating, over drinking, shopping or screen time, fill in the blank. Um, so for me, when I face my own soul and lament before God, I'm reminded that God's always with me and willing to meet and give me new life and hope. So um, just a challenge, I think, for us. Uh, it lifts our heads to true hope uh, and eternity, honestly, uh, where I expect to be singing some huge songs <laughs> with the multitudes mm -hmm. and Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Soaking in the goodness of God. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right, Coley, take us home. Yeah, man, that's, uh, I'm with Travel on that. You know, a uh, couple of things he said really resonated. And, um, you know, I, the, the scripture that always come to my mind is, I mean, I just love David. He's such a, a great example of someone who uh, was after God's heart and the Lord loved him, but yet he was a mess. <laughs> he did some things, man. And, and, and so, I, you know, I would say that God just wants us to be real, you know. And I love the scripture uh, that talks about broken spirit, contrite heart, oh God you will not d despise. And I think, you know, to, to your Travis's point, sometimes we just need to soak. I think just be honest. I mean, there's going to be hills and valley in life. And uh, I'm reminded of a, of a song, a group that I grew up listening to called Commissioned. And some of you may know of the name Fred Hammond. He came out of that group, original group. But I remember a song that uh, uh, Mitchell Jones, uh, Fred, those guys used to sing called cry on and there was some words in that song that says without tests and trials you won't experience real joy uh gold without fire will never be pure gold and without patience you would never know that god can bring you through and so this is a season where um we get to experience god in new ways and he loves to be glorified you know he he loves to take on the challenges that we think are impossible. And so if it's tough and you don't feel like going on, tell them that. I mean, this is a season to just lay in the, 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 the arms of the Father. And, you know, he wants so desperately to let us know that, that you know, he's got us, that he'll carry us. So so that's my words. Just, just be real with it. Don't quit, but, you know, just be real with God and, and let him know, look, hey, I feel like quitting, but I don't want to quit. So give me strength. Help me, you know, encourage me, Lord, and let me know that you're there and help me get through this season so that I can really see your glory and be a witness to others. Well, I just want to thank you guys. Um, you guys this morning have shared such permission to people to be honest and to be real. And I love that you guys are not sugarcoating it, that this is your real experience. And, um, but also pointing us to find the bright spots, pointing us back to Jesus saying, yeah, it, this is hard, but, but here's what God's doing. And, and here are the opportunities that are before us and encouraging our community to step into those. And so mm -hmm. I am so appreciative of all of you. I know the listeners, um, our church listening, I know feels the same way. This has been a harder season for you guys as your world has just changed. And so um, we are grateful for the ways that you are continuing to lead and love and pastor our community. Thanks for being here with us today. 
Well, fortunately, we are not done just yet because Hannah is going to be leading us in a short reflection and worship space over the next several minutes. So again, I wanna encourage you, set aside 10 or so minutes, make yourselves comfortable wherever you might be listening to this right now, whether that be outside, on your back deck, whether that be on your couch, cozied up with blankets and a warm drink, maybe you're in the car, whatever you are, um, just take some time um, to settle yourself. All right, well, now I'm gonna hand it over to Hannah as she leads us in a practice that will help us to connect with God and worship Him. As we begin, I'd like to invite you to settle into a comfortable yet alert physical position. You might try sitting up in a chair with your hands relaxed and open, palms upward on your lap to indicate openness to what God might want to speak to you during this time. Now, let's take three deep breaths together, using them as a chance to slow ourselves down and rest in God's presence. Breathe in and out. In and out. Once more. is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it'll be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Here's a simple refrain we'll sing together a few times. Feel free to listen at first, and then join in singing with us once you get the hang of how it goes. the bread 
to show you if there are places in your life that are disconnected from him. Are there areas where you are trying to do it on your own rather than drawing your life and strength from Jesus, the true vine? whatever God may have brought to mind for you, I invite you to join me in this prayer of confession. Lord, I confess that I have wandered from your good way. I have become disconnected from the true vine and have tried in vain to be fruitful on my own. Jesus, I know that apart from you, I can do nothing.
Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for this powerful image of vine and branches you have given us in your word. We ask that you would give us grace in the days ahead to learn how to remain connected to you as our source for everything. Thanks for joining us today. As you seek to grow in your relationship with God and take the next step with what you heard on Sunday, uh, we hope these conversations and practices have been helpful. So again, send us an email at podcast at blackhawkchurch.org. We'd love to hear from you. Then join us for online worship next Sunday as Lynn talks about Jesus as the one who gives new life. And we'll see you back here on Wednesday to dig into that further. Have a great week and God bless.